Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you always wanted to be a star? Whether you want to be in the spotlight or behind the scenes, you'll get some great info from this show. It's the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids. Now, here's Angel and Harmony. Thanks and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagdorn. And I'm Angel Maris. And our show topic today is a wedding that I went to last week. Yes, and this is very ironic because I went to a wedding a couple weeks ago and we talked about that on air. And now Harmony went to a wedding and now we're talking about that. It's, there's not a lot of weddings happening, but it seems like they're all just clumped up together. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> but, um, so Harmony, how was the wedding? It was... It was really cool. It was different because I've never been to a wedding that I've actually remembered. Because I've been to one, well, I've been to one when I was younger and Mm -hmm. things like that. But I was too young to actually comprehend what you were going to. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Who was getting married? Um, My neighbors, Brandy and Thomas. Okay. Do you like them? Yes. I've known them seven years. Seven years. Wow. Seven years. I'm guessing that you've... Lived in that neighborhood for seven years plus? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so who are some of the... Did you meet any new people? Um, actually, I met the bride's cousin, aunt, mm-hmm. and uncle. So they were all cool. Her cousin actually became my friend. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Who's, who's the cousin? Um, his okay. name's Noah. Uh, do you call him? Like, does he have a nickname? No. Are yes. Yes, Social Outcast. Why is his nickname Social Outcast? Because he spends his life on his phone. <laughs> okay. Um, so how is the wedding unique? Um, well, you know, their dog was actually the ring bearer. It was kind of weird. A ring bearer? Yes. He, they had a special type of collar that it carried like a little pouch with the rings. Wow, that's fancy. <laughs> they tried to go modern and more realistic, except for that part, which is really... <laughs> Weird. So did the dog have to go to rehearsal, too? Yes. Yes? No. No? no. Wait. Yes, no? <laughs> I don't... Yes, he was... No. No, he wasn't there. <laughs> I, I can't make up my mind. Okay, so he wasn't at the rehearsal? No. So did he kind of just wing it? Yeah. Well, he was being walked on a leash. It's not like he was oh, prancing okay. down the aisle, also <laughs> glorifying. <laughs> okay, who was walking him? Um, The maid of honor and the best man. Oh, Okay. That's cool. Uh, what was the dog like? Did it like? He's a golden retriever. His name's Elliot. He's really old. 
but he's super <laughs> sweet and really well trained. Okay. Um. So, did he? Do you think he knew what he was doing, or I think was he, was he just very, like, okay, what he am was I doing here? Very excited and like, whoa, because of all the people. Because he's <laughs> yeah. very friendly, so he wanted to like run up yeah. and all like golden retrievers yeah. are like that. They're very yeah, right? hyper. And, like my golden retriever. Yeah, she's so loving. Yeah, it's weird. She's fat though. <laughs> it's You're true. So I'm sorry, mean. but she's true. It's yes, true. Ginger's it fat. It is. She's okay. short and fat. Back on topic here. <laughs> How long were you there? Oh well, I was there, starting from the very beginning. I was there around two thirty to ten o'clock at night, not including wow. the after party. Oh, so there was an after party. Yes, it was at her grandparents' house. Mm, what was what was the after party like? Well, everyone was drinking coffee to stay awake because everyone stayed there till like one o'clock at night. Oh, that was really fun. <laughs> But um, I learned how to play pool, and oh wow, we threw some kids in the pool. <laughs> uh, it wasn't like the actual wedding itself; it was oh. more lower down. Now I know my like the actual wedding itself when they were actually getting married. The wedding I went to was pretty short; it was only like fifteen minutes. How long was yours? Half an hour, because the preacher kept trying to make jokes. They were funny, <laughs> but it was. Uh, do, do you know the preacher, or was it just like... Uh, no, I think he was the pastor at their church for mm. years and years and years. Years and years and years. Years okay. and years and okay, years. Okay, so I'm guessing he was kind of old. Okay. Well, that sounds mean, but yes. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. It doesn't mean old. Okay. Um, so, like, what type... What type of clothes did people wear? Was it more formal, fancy, okay, well, random, normal? Everyone looked really nice. Most of the girls were wearing dresses. I did see one, and she had, like, nice pants and stuff like that. Mm. And the bridesmaids were wearing a pretty silk red dress with actual pockets. They were mm. weird. And they had a strap around the waist, and they were halter, and they had really... High, high heels that were also red. Mm. You're listening to the, to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is Angel and Harmony. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagdorn. Our topic today is a wedding Harmony actually went to. So, um, did you see, were the guys, what were the guys wearing? Okay, well, all of them were wearing tuxes, I guess you could say, but mm-hmm. all the groomsmen. Mm-hmm. Well, they had, like, these vests on. It was weird. Oh, they all had different colors. My dad had red, like, then there was blue and gray. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It's, like, a suit, except it's, a like, a vest kind of thing. That Over it, up. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Had the pretty tie. Um, so what was some of the conversations that you had with the people? Or did you mostly just hang out with your family? And social outcasts, as you say. <laughs> I didn't actually hang out with social outcasts. He was, um, Aww. I tried to. We took his phone and iPod away <laughs> to see if he would actually speak English. But, um, didn't work. He sat there sad. Okay, so you ended up giving it back to him? Yes, after we had hidden it quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so, uh, what was the bride wearing? Oh, she had a halter wedding dress with a very long train, and it was all beaded with, like, different kinds of diamonds and pearls. And oh, that sounds pretty. It was. 
but it was also heavy. Was it? Oh, it was heavy? Well, I guess I can understand that because, you know, it's like, it weighs. It's like down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you think it was a pretty wedding dress? I would want it to be my wedding dress. You would? Okay. Um, so what was was there anything else that was out of the ordinary from the wedding? Hmm. You know, I'm not gonna say that this is like no weddings have this, but in the wedding pictures, mm-hmm. uh it was really weird because you'd say, Okay, now all the bride's family come up and then the whole place would be filled. And then you go, All the groom's mm-hmm. family and there's five people standing there. <laughs> so that was kind of weird. <laughs> it was odd. Okay. Uh so what was where was the wedding? It was at Remington Village Center. It's really oh. beautiful. They have waterfalls everywhere, and it's such a green, grassy area. Oh, where is that? Um, Sun City Grand, I think. Sun City Grand? Okay. Um, so was, was it an indoor wedding or an outdoor wedding? It was an outdoor wedding, but everything else was indoors. Oh, okay. Um, so how many people do you think were there? 200. 200? 200. Small nice. but big. Oh, um, so what did you wear at the wedding? Um, I wore kind of like the bridesmaids. I had the band around, but I had, it was a pretty blue dress with pockets, <laughs> and it had straps, but they were very small straps. Okay, now on a topic that I really like, food. Food. <laughs> what oh, was the food okay, there? Okay, so they had turkey. It was Ooh, fancy. roasted turkey, grilled chicken and pork. They had steak. Mashed potatoes with three different types of gravies, and they had four different types of barbecue sauce, and then they had baked beans and Ooh. pinto beans and bread and butter. Wow, that sounds I just really named good. off the whole table. Because <laughs> that sounds really good. You memorize food? Yes. Yes. Okay, it's food. Good idea. How can you not memorize <laughs> it? So Especially do you think it was very delicious? It le- if it leaves an impression, it was. <laughs> okay. Now, what was the cake like? Ooh. Okay. So, I think on each layer, because there were three layers of the cake, they had a different kind. Even though they were all vanilla, they had, um, they had like, different kinds of fillings inside of it. And the cake was like a spongy cake. And it was really kind of weird and it was almost like angel cake and I think Ooh. it might have been angel cake. Angel cake. And the frosting was buttercream frosting Ooh. and it was vanilla buttercream. It was really good. It sounds so good. I, I had like five slices <laughs> like of each layer. <laughs> oh, so how tall was it, do you think? Mm. Two and a half feet? Whoa. Okay. So the wedding I went to it was it was more short and long, but yours it seems tall and it was. Like it was like the normal wedding cake and it had the two hearts on top and the roses all over it. So the wedding cake that you pictured in your mind, like if you like Like stereotype wedding cake. Make a perfect wedding cake in this game, that's what it would be. That's what it would look like. Okay. (laughs) So in overall, do you think you had fun? I had a lot of fun. Dancing, eating, <laughs> in the wedding, congratulating them. Okay, that's great. Let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagdorn. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? 
Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you got style? Not just style in wearing the latest, but in designing the latest. Check out Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. Your host is a designer with her own up-and-coming clothing line, so you know you're already hearing an expert on the show. We'll focus on the latest fashion trends and the red carpet looks. Discover your sense of style and have a new confidence in fashion. Tune in to Style Revolution, airing every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagdorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And our show topic today is auditions and upcoming shows in different theaters. So, um, some youth theaters, I did Arizona and California, because those are, like, awesome states. <laughs> so they there's are. Spotlight Youth Theater in Glendale, and I actually did um, improv staging and auditioning classes there. What were, uh, did you, like, auditioning there? Place that you um, I haven't auditioned there, but I took classes, so it helps me audition there. So it's really cool because I learned a lot of new things. Like um, for staging, there's different parts of the stage where you stand. And then for improv, we did a lot of different games. And it was really cool because um, like one of the games were, was um, you... Okay, so there's a multi- there's a handful of people, right? And so one person starts making a noise and a movement. And then a person has to add on to it, and it's like a machine. So it looks like a machine, and it sounds like a machine. And then the person leading, kind of like the leader, um, they're going faster, slower, and then you have to do the motions faster and the, speaking the sounds faster. Or Okay, we should slower. try that. We should try Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. You have to be like really fast. It's kind of cool because you have to know how to flow into another, and you have to kind of just think of it on on right there. And then auditioning, we learned stuff like um, speak in a clear, loud voice, and you don't want to be shy or timid because then or, they're thinking, oh, she'll be shy and timid. On stage when she's performing, we don't want her. You so don't want to say ums or likes are. Because <laughs> if you yeah. um like uh um, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um that was pretty cool. So Spotlight Youth Theater is a really awesome one. Um, there's also Valley Youth Theater in and Phoenix. Phoenix. Uh, also Actors Youth Theater. 
um, also known as AYT. AYT. That's, yeah, that's what they nicknamed Creative it. Creative Stages Youth Theaters in Peoria, Arizona. Penicilla, Penisuela Youth Theater in Mountain View, California. Um, and Rockland, Rockland Youth Theater in, in Rockland, Rockland CA. Okay. You know, that's so, so original. <laughs> yeah. um, so the auditions. There's in at the Spotlight Youth Theater, there's the best Christmas pageant ever, October 8th at 6 o'clock p.m. I and October 10th at 4 o'clock p.m. I read that book. It's such a good book. I'm best sure it'll Christmas be a great pageant book. ever. What is the best Christmas pageant ever about? Hmm. Well, if I remember it, it was basically about a Christmas pageant that they had put together and worked hard through. Yes. Um, Valley Youth Theater, The Wiz, January 9th, uh, 2012, at 3.30 p.m. and January 10th at 3.30 p.m. That so seems cool. I'm the Wiz. It sounds mysterious. I'm guessing it's about a wizard, I'm guessing. It's like in school, <laughs> that kid tried to name his hamster The Fuzz. Yeah. The Fuzz. <laughs> the Fizz, The Wiz. Like we got a new hamster in our classroom, and... Uh, we were thinking of names for it, and the fuzz popped up. This kid, he was like, we should name it The, the fuzz. fuzz. And he even said it like that, The Fuzz. You, you can't <laughs> say The Fuzz, it's The Fuzz. We ended up naming him Flipster because he goes on his wheel. And, and he then, splins around, and then he flies off. and Yeah, because he goes yeah, so fast weird. that it fl- literally flings him off onto the other side of the cage. It's just so. weird. Yeah, it's pretty cool, though, to watch him. Back and on then he topic. just goes back on. Okay. okay um, um, Valley Youth Theater, Charlotte's Web, November, November 14th, 14th at 3.30 p.m. and November 15th at 3.30. Charlotte's mm-hmm. Web. I love this movie. That's such a good movie. Uh, didn't they make a second one, too? Yeah, they made a couple. There's um, the cartoon one, then the ones with real-life people. Charlotte's Web is really good, but I still think that, like, Shrek, The Lion King, all those different things are, like... More popular and a better storyline. Yeah, yeah. Um, Charlotte's Web is about it's about a pig, and his name is Wilbur, and his owner has this feeling that he can talk, and he's talking to all these other animals, and he doesn't want to be made into breakfast. Lunch, yeah, he doesn't want to be made into bacon. So, which is like I guess so I could he goes see through a from a bacon's point of view. Yeah. See, I call it bacon. I don't even call it big. <laughs> see how I'm obsessed with is. bacon. I'm sorry. America, <laughs> this is just a thing showing how mean Angel is. <laughs> no. um, okay. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. The show is Angel and Harmony. I'm Angel Amaris. And I'm Harmony Hagedorn. Our topic today is upcoming shows, auditions, and stuff like that. Well, once again, at the Valley Youth Theater, there's Freckleface Strawberry. <laughs> um, that's January 9th at 3.30 and January 10th at 3.30. This is all 2012. This is, this is really weird, Freckleface Strawberry. What do you think? You know, strawberries are all freckled. So. It's not really freckled. There's seeds well, in it. So okay, I'm going to call it freckled. Freckled. <laughs> but I think it's, it reminds me of is like a, a strawberry, strawberry shortcake. Yeah, strawberry. But I doubt it's about. I think it's like a talking strawberry with all of its mango friends. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Talking fruits. Okay, also at Valley Youth Theater, a Winnie the Pooh Christmas Tale. October 17th at 3.30 p.m. And, and October, October 18th, 18th at 3.30 p.m. So, Winnie the Pooh Christmas Tale. You know, I've seen all the Winnie the Poohs. I, used I to love watch Winnie the show. Pooh. I've read the books. And you know what? This is probably going to be really good. Yeah, I, I want to come to this and maybe maybe we could go. But, um, see, it's 
I really, it sounds really cool because I love Winnie the Pooh. I mean, I love Piglet and Winnie and Tigger. Yeah. What is it? Mr. And Rabbit? And yeah, Mr. Rabbit Mr. and all Owl. them. Because they're just like, you get to know the characters. Like, you know that. Except for Eeyore. He's kind of like mysteriously sad. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It makes me all like, I think I've Aw, seen one where he actually I wish had he his tail. Be happy. <laughs> I know. Like, through your whole childhood, you're going, happy, happy Eeyore. Come on. <laughs> but yeah. He never becomes happy. Yeah. Upcoming shows, Rockland Youth Theater is Once Upon a Mattress, the musical. Once Upon a Mattress. No, it's November 13th. You Maybe know it's what I'm like wondering? The Princess and the Pea. Yeah, that's what I was wondering yeah, if it's see. about that. But Once Upon a Mattress. <laughs> oh, I've got but it. But it's a musical, so it's like the mattress. I've got the main it. Character, it's so um, does it sing? I have no idea. I bet you it's a furniture store. Once Upon a Mattress. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the story of the mattress's life. <laughs> First, you take the spring. <laughs> Okay, creative stages is Honk Junior, the popular music musical of the Ugly Duckling. Honk. It's September. Oh, I 9th. get it. I get it. Honk, because that's what ducks make. Honk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Harmony's kind of slow. <laughs> You're so mean. It's September nine through September twenty fifth. No, it's, I'm just kidding. Don't worry. Okay, but Don't it's worry. like the musical, the popular musical of uh, the Ugly Duckling, and ugly I've duck. always been intrigued. That's intrigued actually a very good moral to that story. The Ugly Duckling, yeah, because then it turns into a beautiful swan. <laughs> you know, I've heard that swans are mean though. I heard that geese are mean. Geese and swans. I is it geese like related geese. to each other? I know that one time we were in Prescott, and we were at the lake. Right, there's a big lake, and then um, these geese came up and they started biting our ankles. And that's it was, not nice. They like chased okay, us away. And I was like birds, seven. I was are like, all oh. birds like that? Like water birds? Because I know ducks can be snappy, and then there's swans and geese, and I don't know flamingos. Mm. They're not mean, but um. The Venezuela Youth Theater is Cats, November 12th through November 20th. Cats. Ooh. Cats. Um, do you know anything about the musical Cats? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it, seems, it seems cool, but I'm sorry that I can't give I like cats, so. you some advice. <laughs> the Venezuela Youth Theater is Cinderella, March 3rd through March 11th, 2012. Um, Cinderella overcomes rags and a nasty stepmother, and with a little help from her fairy godmother, makes her dreams, dreams come true. Aww. I think that's <laughs> like a big ol' moral. And your dreams come true. Okay. It's freakish. Um, so, moving on from that, uh, we're actually at, um, we're, we're gonna go live. to from the lion, the, the king and the, I. Uh. The king and I at, um, Theater Works. Youth Theater. So it's really cool. I had a blast there. It was so much fun. It really was. It was it quite was odd being behind the scenes and all that because usually you're in front of the stage just watching the show and you're wondering, yeah. what are they doing back there? Is What's going on? Is there a bunch of lights on? What do the actresses and actors do? And right. you finally get to know, and we'll be talking about that. So Yeah, it's really, really interesting. Yes. If you'd like to email the show on if you've ever been backstage or your experience backstage or if shows you're in are upcoming, send it to voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Make sure you mention my name, Angel Ramirez. And my name, Harmony Hagedorn. And mention the name of the show, Angel and Harmony. So, um... Let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagdorn. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to The Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks, and welcome to The Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids. I'm Harmony Hagdorn. And I'm Angel Mares. And we're taking you live today from the Peoria Center of Performing Arts Theater Works, The King and I. Hi, um, we're here with Paris, the stage manager, and we're just going to ask her a few questions. What is, what is a stage manager? Well, it's the job of the stage manager to help maintain the director's vision throughout the run of the production. So I take all of the blocking, which is how the actors move off and on stage, as well as all of the technical cues mm-hmm. down, as far as lights, sound, special effects, fog, etc. Cool. Um, how long have you been stage manager? For the last 18 years. Wow. <laughs> huh. Okay, well, what was the first show that you stage managed? <laughs> the name of the show was Don't Bother Me, I Can't Cope, and I did it in undergraduate school in college at Virginia Commonwealth University in 1990. Um, I was an actress prior to that. Wow. Um, how many productions have you been the manage, the stage manager of, like, as a guest? Um, I've stage managed here or all, all over? All over. Probably 25 productions. Wow. What was your favorite of those? Rent was one of my favorites, um, Ragtime, and Forbidden Broadway. Cool. Um, What kind of training do you need to be a stage manager? I actually went to school for broadcast journalism. So I was a journalist first. So I learned a lot of the technical stuff um, for television and radio in undergrad. And the rest of it I kind of learned on the job 
Oh, how long did that take? Throughout the years, I started out on running crew, which is working backstage, moving scenery, moving props. Then I became um, an assistant stage manager. And so I'm working backstage and taking direction from the actual stage manager and helping out. So I did all those jobs that helped me to learn. I ran the light board. I ran the sound board. So I did a lot of jobs in the theater before I became a stage manager and was able to take over productions for myself. Wow. Are there any opportunities for people to volunteer or have an inter internship here? Yes, TheaterWorks offers internships in all of our departments. You can intern with sound, you can intern and help out with lights, you can be a directing intern and work with the director and learn how to do that process. You can work with me and be a stage manager and be on the crew and you ladies will be backstage. You'll have an opportunity to watch Matt and Eric and PJ do what they do backstage and you can intern doing any of those positions. Wow, so listeners out there, if um, if you guys want to become a stage manager one day, then start out intern, um, being an intern or volunteering. That'll definitely get there, you there faster. Um, when you're um, being a volunteer, is it like full-time, part-time? Usually most people who volunteer here or anywhere do it outside of their full-time job and their regular life. So they usually can give like an hour to a day or sometimes four or five hours a week, just depending on their schedule and how busy they are. Oh. Now, is being a stage manager a full-time job or you do it with something else? I'm actually a teacher also. Um, I teach kindergarten full-time right now. Um, I was a classroom teacher for 12 years and administrator for two. And then I resigned teaching last year mm -hmm. to focus on being a stage manager again full-time and I'm helping out an old, my old school, and so I'm sub doing a long-term sub now, so I'm back to teaching and stage managing. Wow. <laughs> well, um, like you said before, you were actually in some plays. What was your favorite of those that you were in? Favorite show I was in, I played Toto the Dog in The Wizard of Oz when I was two. <laughs> I'm guessing that was fun. That's what my mom tells me. She said I had a lot of fun. Um, older, I played Mrs. Hannigan and Annie Jr., which was lots of fun. Um, and recently, I would say a year and a half ago, I did Once on this Island over at the Mesa Arts Center. Wow, so you kind of have like a mixture of all types of performing arts. Do you think that's a good thing to have? When you're doing something like theater or television or radio, it's best to know everyone's job, um, especially if you're going to end up being a stage manager. A lot of times you need to know how to do somebody else's job if you're the only one around that can fix it or solve it. Wow. So when did you become interested in stage managing? Um, it was a little bit by accident. Uh, the show I did in college, there wasn't a part for me as a performer. Mm -hmm. And so I just was helping the director do stuff. And all of a sudden he's like, well, I'm listing you as a stage manager and you'll call the show. So, wow. Okay, so that was a surprise. Um, and then when I moved back to New York to be an actress again, I went on an audition, and the show had already been cast, and they needed a stage manager, so the producer hired me. And I've been doing it only that pretty much ever since. Wow. So are you very happy about your accidental yeah, oh mistake? I am, actually. I prefer stage managing to performing. Performing is a lot of fun, and I enjoy it. When I get a chance to do it, I still do. I just did a show here 
last May, um, a little small part. And it's fun to be an actress again every once in a while to kind of remember the other, what happens on the other side of the stage, but I like what I do. That's great. Well, any of the shows that you have actually stage managed, um, did you want to be in them as an actress? Rent. When I did Rent, I was definitely a little part of me wanted to be on stage performing, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, what part did you want to play? Um, Joanne. Joanne. Um, what is Rent? Like, what's it about? Rent, the musical, was um, done in New York by Jonathan Larson. Oh, gosh. A long time ago. I'm not even sure if you ladies were even born <laughs> when Rent was first done. Um, but it had to do with this group of friends who were artists and radicals and performance artists living in the village in New York City at, during the time of eight, the epidemic of AIDS and HIV and living with that. Wow. And lots of rock, fun rock music. <laughs> well, that sounds like a lot of fun. It really, really does. Well, thank you for having us. It's been an honor to meet you. Nice to meet you, ladies, soon. I hope you guys enjoy The King and I. Thank you. Hi, and right now we're interviewing some people from the cast of The King and I. So, your name is? Joey Cavazos. Cool, and what character do you play? or Stuff like that. I play an Amazon. Oh, cool. Is this your first show? No, I've been doing theater for four years and a total of five shows. Wow. That's very, very cool. Are you ever nervous on stage? When my family's here, I get very nervous. Okay. Um, what was the auditioning process for you to be in The King and I? Funny story about that. I was actually a day late for King and I auditions, and so I had to personally contact Athena. Got in there. She did some vocal warm-ups I read. And she said, you're in. Wow, so is that quick? It was very quick. <laughs> Which one is scarier for you, auditioning or performing? Definitely the auditioning because you never know who's going to one-up you, and it's always your job to stand out more than everybody else. So um, what is it like to be on stage? Um, it's very... It's kind of nerve-wracking at times because there's two stages here. We have a little stage, which is up close and personal, which is very challenging because you have to be able to play to all sections of the audience. And on the main stage, it's very play to the middle so everybody can see you. But that's kind of the challenge is making everybody believe that you're there and that's real. Understandable. Well, um, how old were you when you first started to perform? Um, here... I was nine or ten, I think, and altogether I started performing when I was four. Wow! Um, did you want to perform when you were four? Uh, when you were four, or did you, or were you forced into it? Well, when I was four, it was very. It was a few of uh, just church or random plays I would do, and in sixth grade I was told it was sixth or no fifth grade. I was told they were like, "Oh, he's the loud kid, and he's very eccentric. Put him in theater," and we did theater. Oh, so was it on accident or purpose? It was kind of, it was on purpose with the teachers, and it was actually a birthday present because I'm a big fan of horror and zombies, <laughs> and they did, my first play was about zombies, and my mom's like, surprise. Oh, that's really cool. Thank you for having us, and your name is again? Joey Cavazos. Awesome. Thank you. Well, let's take a break. Keep it right here. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Maris. And this is the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids. Thank you. 
We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. What is No Antipreservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. When you're 11 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 11 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 11 and on to 12 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 11, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on The Voice. America Kids Channel. Ready to go on a journey? Fasten your seatbelts and get ready for takeoff. Voyage Earth is the show that takes you around your town and around the world. Your hosts have always dreamed of traveling the world, and now they get to take you on the trip. We'll learn about fun things for you and your family to do, as well as learn about history and culture, all in one hour a week. Take a trip with Voyage Earth. Now boarding Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. And welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids. I'm Harmony Hagnorn. And I'm Angel Maris. And today we're going to be talking to some of the cast members from The King and I. This is... Anthony Lee. And what part do you play in The King and I? I'm a priest and a slave, part of the male ensemble. Awesome. Well, do you feel that slavery is right? <laughs> of course I don't. Slavery is a very bad thing. Awesome. I totally agree. Um, what kind of training did you get or do you want to get to be in theater? This is actually my first performance, so uh, this is uh, training for me for further on performances. Wow. So um, have you always been interested in performing arts or did you just get interested? I got into it about a year ago. Awesome. How did you get into it? I was actually working for a big haunted house. A haunted house? Where? It's called The Haunting, and i sorry, but I can't give you directions. <laughs> That's okay. Do you have an understudy? Uh, no, I do not. I wonder why, because it seems like a slave in another person is a very good role to play, so they should have an understudy, by the way. Yes, they really should. <laughs> so, um, would you say that you would like to do more shows? Yes, I'm actually in the Alice in Wonderland that's being performed here in a few months. Wow, um, what part do you play in Alice in Wonderland? I'm actually a headless card. Wow. <laughs> do you have any speaking parts since you're a headless person card thing? No, I do not because my head is gone and I cannot talk. All right, I forgot that part. <laughs> How do they make you headless? Uh, great costume designers. Wow. That'd be interesting to see. I want to come to that. 
Well, who is your costume designer? Um, Rayanne, I think. <laughs> yeah. Wow, how informational. <laughs> well, um, so what do you feel is scarier, performing or auditioning? Auditioning, of course. Why? Just because you don't know what they'll throw at you to do. Understood. I know when I audition, it's very nerve-wracking because you don't know what's going to happen. That's probably the scariest part. Well, for the audition that and the play that you were just in, The King and I, did they make you do anything silly or odd? Uh, actually, I didn't audition because uh, we got in at the last minute. Oh, wow. Is that, um, is that normal or rare? Um, I'm not sure because this is my first play I'm in. <laughs> okay. Do you seriously like saying that? Because you keep saying it. It's kind of a question. I, I'm sorry about her. <laughs> very nice. Okay. Um, so let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for having, for being on here. And um, thank you. And your name is, again? Anthony Lee. Thank you. And bye. Hi. And now we're here with? Jay Espano. Cool. What part did you play in The King and I? I'm actually playing the king. Wow. What's it like to be the king? It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wish that you were actually a king? Uh, no. It's a big responsibility. Like, really big that you could handle it if you had to be a king, or really big that you could be it? <laughs> big responsibility because you have to take care of a country, not just thinking of yourself. Understandable. Yes, it quite is. Um, is this your first show? Uh, no, actually, this is my second time doing the king, uh, doing the role of the king in the king and I. I did it back in Chicago. Wow. And yeah, and I'm here in Arizona, and I'm doing it again in Canada in December. Wow, Canada? Yes. That's a big jump from Arizona to Canada. Oh, right. <laughs> well, um, are you nervous on stage? Um, before I go on stage, yes, I am always nervous. Which one is worse, like scarier, auditioning or performing on stage? Auditioning. Why is that? Because you give all your best and you don't know if you get the part until maybe a week or so. Just a quick question. All the other people that we've talked to made it late on the auditioning thing. Did you? Were you, like, late? Auditioning? No, no. I actually flew from Chicago and I found out about the audition. And wow. they were surprised to see me, like, what are you doing here? And I said, I want an audition for the king. So that's, I mean, I took a big risk, not knowing if I'm going to get the part. But I said, I like this role and I'm going to go for it. Did you think that the fact that you have played that role before helped you? I think so. I think it helped a lot because memorization-wise, I don't have to... Memorize again. <laughs> yes. So, how did you like singing and acting in all? I'm I'm more of an actor, I would say. I like acting better than you know singing. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, so how old were you when you started to perform? I started doing theater when I was seventeen. Um, did you walk? Did you want to become more interested in performing arts before then? Or did you become interested right then and there? Actually, I was a very shy boy. <laughs> I don't want to perform. I don't want to be out there. 
it was um, one of my teachers suggested that you know what you should go and you know do acting workshops and all that and after that I I got the hang of it I started to like it you know wow it was like an outlet for me <laughs> because on stage you can be someone you're not and exactly. that's a lot of fun when you said you were going to Canada for the King and I, were you like auditioning or for the actual performance? It's for the actual performance. I got the role already. Oh wow! <laughs> seems They're like you're starting rehearsals now. Oh wow! So it seems like you're a very good King. <laughs> you tell me. You saw the show. <laughs> yeah. You were a very good king. Yes. You're just saying it. <laughs> you could have been no, more I... wise, but... <laughs> wise why? What did I do wrong? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a list of things. <laughs> I'm waiting. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm on the spot. Next. Next. Um, we'll do that next time. Do you have an understudy? No, I don't. So I can't afford to get sick. <laughs> what happens if you do get sick? Um, I just have to be still there, out there. They, you can't get sick in theater. Wow. It's either you're dead or you're on stage. I'm actually not feeling well right now. I, oh. I have a sore throat. But I, and then you had to sing. And yes, <laughs> yes. But wow. I still have to do it. That's a lot of pressure. It is. <laughs> so it's fun. You had the sore throat before the show, or did the singing make you have a sore throat? I think it's uh, you know a combination of a lot of things like work and stress and Talking. teaching <laughs> Angel and her group. I'm sorry. <laughs> see Angel, see what you do to poor people. <laughs> You're just so mean. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you for coming. And Please come and watch our show. We still have two weeks. And if you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't like it, tell your enemies. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> Clever, though. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, now, that, now we're going to be talking about a little bit what the show was like. So it was, it was really cool. I've only been to a couple plays in my life, but this, is, this was really good. The costumes, the characters... The makeup, it like all the everyone wore makeup, like everyone, because they had the the eyeliner and because they were all that. like in India or something like that. So it was really weird to see guys with makeup, but, but I got used to the thought of it. <laughs> yeah, and I guess since it's for acting, it's okay. But um, you know, um, I know this one guy. He gets really like grossed out of guys wearing makeup, even in acting. And then I told him, it's like. Sometimes you have to, and it makes the costume and the show look great all together. So sometimes it's better to wear makeup. Even I don't wear makeup. Well, yeah, but in acting, you really need to. Well, uh, um, the show, it was just great. I um, Jay, the person that we just interviewed, he was the king, and he did a really good job on that. And also, he's actually going to Canada for... Another play of that, which is also the king and I, and he's also the king in that one. Yeah, he's, I think he's liking the role of the king. It makes him feel in charge. <laughs> yeah, but he plays that good, and I guess, and it's always nice to be the same person in the same play. Um, 
because then you don't have to like memorize whole new lines or you don't have to memorize all the lines. You kind of know it in the back of your mind, so it's easier to get more into the character. It really is. It, but The King and I tells like this strange story. I can't quite describe it. It's about like this king and he kind of is, he's bossy and stuff like that. And he hires this school teacher to, um, to teach his sons and daughters. He's got like 17 wives and 77 kids. That's a lot of kids <laughs> and wives. Um, it is. It's like, it's like 10 kids, but wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. But um. Yeah. I noticed they actually had um a green room where they eat stuff. Not necess- It's not really for the background and stuff. Um. But all in all, there it was a really great show. A show. So I definitely want to come to Theater Works again. Thank you and so much. Bye. Bye. Angel and Harmony Show. Please join us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, go be a star. We'll see you next week.